Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name's Doug Cunnington, and it is a Friday afternoon, and I'm going to crack open this beer, which is an Avery Brewing Ellie's Brown Ale, which is an American Brown Ale, 5.5% alcohol, and there's this wonderful brown lab on here, which I, I think the beer was named after. All right. So today, it's just a random episode. This is going to be a fairly short one. I am thinking about music a little bit more, and I was going to tell you about the fact that I'm taking some guitar lessons right now, and then the couple YouTube channels that sort of inspired me to, you know, look at some music that I I wasn't, you know, really wasn't on my radar. And I'll tell you who I'm taking guitar lessons from. It's all related. It all fits together. And if you remember right, I talk about it every now and then. I got a couple guitars in the last year. So in March of 2021, so just almost a year ago, I I was like, ah, you know what? I, I think I, I want to get a new guitar. And my wife was like, all right, you can get one. So I got a a pretty nice Gibson LG2, which is a small body guitar made in the U.S. actually in Bozeman, the town I used to live in. And it's funny enough, the factory for the acoustics is right there. And I never went to check it out or pay much attention, even though I was interested in guitars. I was kind of looking at Martins. So I was looking at these small body guitars because I am a... I have small arms, short arms, small fingers, and just a smaller body guitar is a little more comfortable. And the larger body guitars are uh, dreadnoughts, typically, and they have jumbos as well. There's many different size and shape guitars, but kind of the standard is the dreadnought. And a lot of, I mean, the dreadnought was designed to be larger and be loud enough to, to be heard over like a bluegrass band. So a banjo can be really loud. So the dreadnoughts are louder and they're a little bassier. The small body acoustics are, they don't need to be as loud. Usually it's like for a singer songwriter or sometimes like recording situations. So if you have like a loud guitar, like a dreadnought, it could sort of overpower the microphone and be a little bit difficult to deal with in the mix. Anyway, I was looking at these small body acoustics and found one here locally at Wildwood Guitars. And after that, I kind of got a little obsessed looking at some of the older guitars that are out there. So I ended up getting a sort of off-brand of Gibson that was built in 1939. It's a Recording King Model K Carson J. Robinson, who... Apparently, Carson Robinson was a a recording artist that was popular back in the 20s and 30s or so. So I got this old guitar that was restored, and you know it looks pretty beat up. There's scratches on it. There's paint scuffs, and you know it just looks rough. But it's whatever 83 years old, which is pretty cool. I don't know the history behind it other than the person that bought it from. Norman's Rare Guitars in California. And then he restored it, like took it all apart, re-glued all the the bracing and stuff 
inside there and it sounds great feels really sturdy and it's a it's a pretty awesome guitar i was also just browsing around and and found a pretty nice martin double o 15m so it's an all mahogany small body roughly the same size as the lg2 and it was local here uh an older gentleman put it on craigslist and He's about 45 minutes uh, east of here. So I found it on Craigslist and he was trying to you know, sell local and I got it for a great deal, probably 60% of what it would have been brand new or so. And you know, still a great deal just for a used guitar. He, I mean, if I sold it online, I could probably get, I don't know, a thousand bucks, 1100 and I bought it for 750 so pretty good, pretty good deal. And, you know, I have, I am not very good. So this is where it all comes together. I started taking lessons this week and there's a recording artist named Christina Vane, which I'll put a link in the show notes. And her name is spelled C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A and then Vane, V-A-N-E. So I'll put a link to it, but she does sort of like, I guess, she plays slide guitar and she also does a lot of like blues style, like finger picking, which is what I'm trying to learn. And I ran across her YouTube video on a channel called Western AF or Western as fuck. And they, they have really awesome recordings of it's kind of, you know, it's the Americana sort of country, um, like singer songwriter folk music, and they typically record it in really cool settings, like an old bar or just a, like a, a stairwell or out out in the open or a barn or something like that. So they they record in pretty cool places. And the first video I saw on their channel was Christina standing in front of a couple bison. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, why is there why is there a woman playing guitar in front of bison? And I was like, is that in Yellowstone or something? I think it was shot in either Wyoming or Montana. I think a lot of their videos are shot in Wyoming. I'm not I'm not sure where they're out of, but their channel has kind of blown up. I think in the last uh, couple years or so with the pandemic. But anyway, I saw her video um, for a song called Traveling Blues. And I was like, oh, I really, I really like how that sounds. And then, as you know, on YouTube, you'll, you'll have a bunch of videos suggested that are similar to that style. So I saw a lot more videos of her and then the Western AF channel as well. Some of them are a little too country you know, for me, they sound a little too twangy or I'm not into it, but others I'm, I'm just like, wow, this is a really good musician here. Some kind of sound like uh, maybe Johnny Cash style or something like that. I need to pause here and drink some beer. I was inspired to take some lessons because one thing that has happened throughout my musical career, if I may call it that, but the time that I've been dabbling around playing guitar which is since like 1999 when I was in college and I bought my first guitar, which is a a Fender, I think it's a DG21S. So it's a solid top. 
and it is a dreadnought. So it's like the larger, larger body, little louder. And it's been a great guitar. I've, I've traveled all around with it and, you know, beat it up and scratched it up. And, you know, it's a great guitar, but it is a little bigger. And like I said, I was trying to get like a smaller body guitar. And the thing that has happened is I would work on a song for a little while and then either I would get stuck or I would get a little bored and then move on to some other song. And I realized I was doing that again. So I was trying to learn Fleetwood Mac, never going back again. And I was making pretty good progress. I was actually, I learned the first part. And if people are familiar with the song, you know, there's a couple sections. I think there's like maybe three different, three or four different parts. And it is a difficult song if people do play guitar and you do finger pick, which, man, we're really narrowing down the audience now. So the one other person that knows what I'm talking about, the hard part with that particular song is there's an alternating bass pattern, but there's also a sort of cascading pattern. And basically you're matching two beats up with three, or if you extend it, I'm, I'm not, a, I don't have a musical background, so I think I screwed up that analogy, but maybe it's uh, four beats compared to six. So you end up with a pattern that doesn't match up with your thumb and your other fingers. So anyway, every, every, every digit on your hand has to act independently. So I was actually making pretty good progress and doing pretty well with it. And then I hit a part that was, um, it was basically wearing my fretting hand out, my left hand out. I couldn't make the stretch. And it's one of those things where I would, I just need to work on the song every day and strengthen my hand. And then I would be able to play it. And I was doing it for a week or two. And then I lost my momentum a little bit. So unfortunately I stopped practicing it. All that to say, I started following Christina on social media somewhere, I think probably Instagram. And she said, hey, I'm doing some lessons in January. So if you if you want to take some lessons with me, just you know shoot me an email and we'll set it up. So we had our first lesson in the last day and it, it went great. I have stuff to work on and she's a great uh, teacher, a great teacher overall. She you know, gave me uh, the the practice uh, recommendation, the kind of routine that I can go through so that I can actually make some progress. And it is one of those things. I mean, this is what I went through when I was trying to learn the finger style about a year ago is you basically started nothing. Like you suck and it's so frustrating to work through the exercise and all you can do is go through it slower and try to get the mechanics down, try to, you know, get the mechanical movements, like not ingrained in your memory, but like just so you can do it a little bit more. So it's been, you know, day one, I'm struggling a lot with it. It's been very tough, but I'm going to, I'm going to practice a little bit more this evening and I'm going to practice, you know, a couple times tomorrow as well and just keep at it. And the thing is, I know that you will, like I'll make progress, but the first couple days, it's just so agonizing and 
you know, frankly, it's frustrating because you, it seems so simple what you're trying to do, but making your fingers work independently, man, that it is some tough stuff. It's, it's crazy how hard it is. So, um, I'm excited to work with her and, um, I'm hoping I'll be able to actually play like one of those open mics that I have talked about. I know some folks, uh, do listen to the other show, the mile high Fi. And my my friend Carl challenged me to play an open mic, and I was actually going to play one between Christmas and New Year's, but I was just a little busy and wasn't able to pull it off. I also do not, I mean, I can't sing, so I was going to need to get a vocalist or learn an instrumental, which I may, you know, kind of focus on an instrumental or find someone that could sing for me. So anyway, I'm I'm pumped to uh, you know play play and practice and get better. It's one of those things, you know, you can play guitar or, you know, whatever your artistic endeavors are, you kind of lose track of time. Like you hit that flow state. And even though I'm not that great of a guitar player, like I could just play and and mess around for hours. And it's like time flies by, I just lose track. So, you know, shout out to the other podcast, Mile High Fi. I'll put a, you know, link in the show notes. Talk about personal finance out there. That's a fun one. And I, and I am actually, it's, it's going great over there. If you have a look at the YouTube channel, you may notice that it is doing pretty well. And I am using my, my knowledge and skills about YouTube to grow that channel. So I think it has a lot of potential and it's a totally different direction than some of the affiliate marketing and and other things that I do work on. Have a great day out there. We'll catch you on the next episode.